The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. Since the beginning of February, Jackson County's sky-high count of COVID-19 cases is in free fall, while the Sunday, February 20th report from the Health Department revealed that COVID-19 cases were still breaking the 100 mark, only 104 active cases were reported. When compared to the February 13th report, which had 157 active cases, and the February 6th report, which announced 279, statistics show that Jackson County is recovering from the elongated presence of COVID-19. Two more related deaths have been reported since the February 13th report, bringing the total count of deaths in Jackson County to 130. Hospitalizations resulting from COVID have also been reduced in the county from 18 to 11. In a related story, due to the continuing concerns about conducting a large group event in the face of COVID-19, the Jackson High School Alumni Committee voted Tuesday evening to cancel the 2022 alumni events, which would have been held on Saturday, May 28th. This includes both the alumni reunion and program normally held at the Jackson Middle School Auditorium and the after party known as The Happening. Current JHS Alumni Committee President Megan Peters-Wiseman opened the meeting and immediately made a motion to cancel all 2022 activities and hopefully resume activities in 2023. Former Jackson Superintendent of Schools and current Alumni Committee Treasurer Jack Coyne seconded her motion. Later in a show of hands, committee members voted in favor of the motion with no dissenters. While the numbers are Declining in the area, the fear is about potentially exposing attendees to the virus in indoor group events. This is the third straight year that alumni events have been canceled because of COVID-19. More information will be forthcoming in the print and online editions of the Telegram and here at the radio. This means four different 50-year classes will be honored at the 2023 alumni activities, classes of 1970, 71, 72, and 73. This decision regarding JHS alumni activities does not affect individual class reunions, which are planned or organized independently. In other local news today, after speeding violations led to the arrest of a Columbus man Monday, February 21st, for illegal drugs, Jackson County Sheriff Ted Frazier's deputies were on patrol on US 35 Monday evening when a vehicle traveling eastbound at a high rate of speed was observed on 35 near the Chilcotty Pike exit. After making a traffic stop, deputies noticed a strong odor of marijuana coming from the vehicle. The marijuana was found in the vehicle after K-9 Unit Hershey gave a positive indication for the presence of the odor of illicit drugs coming from the vehicle. The driver identified himself as Sharon Howard from Westerville. The passenger of the vehicle, a male, identified himself as Dominic Martin. He later admitted to providing deputies with a false identity. Just before and during the search, Martin was directed several times by deputies to keep his hands on the dash. He did not comply and was asked to step out of the vehicle. During the search of his person, he became uncooperative. Deputies discovered a zipper bag that was on his right hip where they located a semi-automatic handgun that contained an extended magazine, which had seven rounds in the magazine. The zipper bag also contained digital scales and three Xanax bars. Martin then stated to deputies that he had marijuana in his underwear and he was about to go to prison for a long time. During the search of the vehicle, deputies discovered a pink lockbox containing 56 grams of heroin and $100 in cash. A set of digital scales was discovered on the passenger side of the vehicle as well. Martin was incarcerated in the Jackson County Correctional Facility and charged with improper handling of a firearm in a motor vehicle, which is a fourth-degree felony, obstructing justice by giving false information, which is a first-degree misdemeanor, trafficking in drugs, a first-degree felony, possession of marijuana, a minor misdemeanor, possession of a Schedule 3, 4, or 5 substance, a first-degree misdemeanor, and possession of drug paraphernalia, which is a fourth-degree misdemeanor. The case will be forwarded to the Jackson County Prosecutor's Office. The Jackson Apple Festival Committee has announced Saturday, April 16th as the date for the 2022 Jackson Apple Festival Queens Contest. The contest will be held at the Middle School Auditorium beginning at 7 p.m. This year's co-MCs will be current reigning Jackson Apple Festival Queen, Katie Brown, and a former Queen, Victoria Leonard. 
The contest is open to all Jackson County girls who are currently in the 10th or 11th grade at any of the three schools in Jackson County. They must have been a resident of Jackson County for one year prior to the contest date and plan to remain in the area through this year's festival. Contestants are required to attend a mandatory meeting held at the Jackson Area Festivals and Events Building on McCarty Lane in Jackson at 1 p.m. on Sunday, April 3rd for additional information. Entry forms are available in Oak Hill and Jackson and Wilson High School offices and at Andrea's Prom and Bridal Shop. All completed entries must be hand-delivered to the Jaffe Building on Saturday, February 26th between the hours of 3 and 4. The deadline for submissions will be no later than 4 p.m. And this weekend, the Market Cultural Arts Center will be hosting another production by Apple City Players, a play which is centered around loss and a group of feisty women, and it's called The Hallelujah Girls. The play will debut on Friday, February 25th, and continue through Sunday the 27th. It's a comedy following five close friends after the recent passing of a close friend. For those interested in attending, tickets are available on the Market Cultural Arts Center website, markettickets.org, for $15. Cost will go up to $17 the day of the show. The play premieres for three days, Friday and Saturday at 7 and Sunday at 2 p.m. at the Market Cultural Arts Center on Main Street in Jackson. For more information and photos, you can check out the photos in Wednesday's edition of the Telegram or on the newspaper's website, thetelegramnews.com. Rugged Earth Outfitters, a new outdoor apparel and gear business coming to Jackson, will be holding open interviews on Thursday today. These interviews will be held at the Burks Outlet Store on Main Street and the Jackson Square Plaza. The company is currently hiring for management and sales positions but has not yet announced an opening date. For more information on the opening of the new store will be available in the Telegram and here at the radio at a later date. And finally today, Benton County Sheriff's Office is seeking information regarding a theft of a headstone at Elk Cemetery, which occurred on or around Monday, February 14th. The headstone was at the grave of Nathan Maxwell. A photo of it can be seen on the Telegram's website, thetelegramnews.com, or on the Facebook pages of the Telegram and the Benton County Sheriff's Office. Anyone with information regarding this incident is asked to contact the Sheriff's Office at 596-5242. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.